Welcome back, Rage Nation. Got myself Pete here. That's yeah. not really exciting. You got Senior Dixon. I don't think that's appropriate. And you got Monsieur Leopard. Explorers deserved it. No. Absolutely. I was disgusted. I cannot believe they've done this. Why is wacky? Why is that good? It's just nonsense. I disagree on that. That's not possible. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on a mission. Yeah. Now, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. Got myself Pete here and got Dixon on the podcast. Dixon, my boy. Hello, everyone. I'm Johnny Cash. I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> a little down on the weather, uh, but uh, I'm good to go. Hey, you know, that's just that's just the way of the world, right? Yeah. You just got to bounce through everything and... Uh, and then enjoy some Malifaux. I know you're itching to talk talk about some foe. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, and a lot going on. There was a lot going on at Gen Con. There was a tournament that it had more players than I thought it was going to have. Mm. And then they, of course, sold all the goodies. We saw the witness keyword. So we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff uh, and just kind of get our reaction on it. We'll also share a little rage quit story that uh, happened with Chris. <laughs> He's not here to talk about it, but I still want to share it because it was funny. So yeah, I wanted you to share so. it because it was funny. Like we can't, we cannot not talk about this. <laughs> I know. I was, I was hoping he would be on so you know we could share it, but it's probably better because he was super salty, and we'll see why here in a minute. But before we get into that, make sure that you guys are checking us out on Twitter, Instagram. We've got the Discord channel that's always popping off. We've got the YouTube channel. You can like, subscribe that. Once we get to a thousand subs on that. We will once again do a random drawing for the title box or crew core crew box of your choice. Uh, we just mailed off the box to the winner, Chris, not uh, Chris Leopard, but Chris from Ohio. And it was the Dreamer title box. So really happy to give away some stuff. And, you know, I'm not sorry. I guess I am sorry that, you know, the, the people in his meta have to play against that stupid Dreamer title. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like. Uh, I'm glad you're getting this box, but I'm sorry whoever has to play yeah, it. Yeah. So make sure that you guys, if you want to support us directly, you can do that at patreon.com slash ragequitwire. You can support us as little as a dollar. So this one we're going to kind of keep a little loose here, Dixon. We're going to kind of stay mostly around the uh, the Gen Con kind of stuff that came out of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, I do want to share the Rage Quit story that I've been uh, that I had with Chris the other day. It definitely was, so he's been playing this witness keyword, which we'll talk about. And Damien, I don't know how much you've looked at it, uh, Dixon, but especially the title is kind of a, I'm going to kill everything you love. Yes. And the original is, I'm going to support my crew and kind of do some damage and set up, is the feel I got. Right. And personally, I, I thought that the second one was better. So how did it end up being for you and your you know, experience. Yeah. So this one, it definitely, the first time, actually the first two games I played against the title, I was just like, man, this is some bullshit. Like this is, <laughs> so there, I'm going to pull this up real quick just because I'm going to reference a couple of things that happened in uh, the game, but let's get, wait, there's a text. Oh my God. You guys played so, it and there was rage. 
Yeah, so there's a couple of things that I think that pissed me off about Damien, and we'll get into this more after the Rage Quit, but I want to express to everybody the setup for me and then the setup for Chris. So first off, Chris has been very annoyed with Outcast because Outcasts do have some good things and they do some spiky damage and, you know, bad things happen when, when it happens. So Outcasts are in a pretty good spot. I'll, I'll be happy to admit it. Chris has been on you know, the negative end of some of those interactions, and it's frustrating sometimes when you just get steamrolled. I also felt that way playing against Damien. So I played two, three games before this Rage Quit moment. So just to give you some of my mindset, some of the things that really pissed me off about Damien Unbound. So first off, if you're within four of him, you can't use Soulstones. Just, it doesn't matter who you're targeting. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do. You can't use soul stone. So I was like, this is terrible because I have like three henchmen in this list. So that was pretty bad. Uh, you also can't declare triggers against him. So I was playing Parker 2 in a couple of those games and I was like, oh, I can't do drop it against this a-hole. So I was like, okay, that sucks. And then his damage... So his damage is like not super spiky, but it's two, four, five. So you start doing four damage that people can't stone. That that's pretty bad. Um, yeah, and it, it was just bad. And he has this stupid ability, Chains of the Tyrant, which basically pulls an enemy model in six inches and it ignores models and terrain. So you just kind of ghost through walls and stuff, and then he beats the bricks off you. So, anyways. I was pretty upset playing against this guy. So Chris got into his fourth game and I was like, okay, this is a tournament uh, set of strats and schemes that we're hopefully going to here in a couple weeks. So I was like, cool, we're going to play this. I'm going to play it straight up. Like, you know, you kind of know what your crew does. So I'm going to kind of play you straight. So I dropped zip, but I played, I played the dread pirate, right? So this, this is an interesting pool because it's corner and it's also covert operation. And then there's some killy stuff in there. So it was turn one. And if you, if you don't know what zip does the dread pirate, you probably, some people probably don't because they feel underwhelmed by him. But the more I've played him into GG three, the more I'm finding, I like a lot of his stuff, like fire the cannons and full speed ahead. And of course his bonus is insane. So, Full speed ahead really sets up some disgusting alpha attacks. So especially in outcasts, you can bring, even in Bayou, but I found even more in outcasts, you can bring stuff like Barbaros. You can, you know, still bring the first mate. You can bring, you know, heck, if you wanted to bring Mad Dog, you could do that and taxi him around and push him crazy alpha positions to kill crap. So anyways, going against Chris, I had last activation and basically all of my activations, I just kind of went up both table edges and used full speed ahead, used fly with me to get the first mate just super far up the board. Like I was almost on the center line on the left flank by the time the first mate was ready to activate. That's how far up the board he was. So Chris had that stupid model. Uh, what is his name? Let me find him real quick. I think it's a magician type. Yeah, it's, so it's Ledger Domain. Ledger Domain, I believe. Let me see. Yep, that's the guy. Yeah. So he had him kind of just... I guess he was kind of on the board edge, but I guess he was far back enough where Chris thought he was okay. But I, because of what I drew and because of the showboating through the turn, 
I ended up with having a red joker and having a three of masks, which is what I need for my leap. And then I had another severe in my hand. So I was like, I'm going to kill a model. It's like, I'm going to find the squishiest one and kill him. So <laughs> I ended up doing the leap and I stoned for the ram because I wanted to get the free attack. I end up hitting, it's on a negative and it's, <laughs> it's funny because you have to cheat second. So if you want something to really go off against ledger, you have to cheat. So I ended up cheating the high card to be like, yeah, I'm going to have this go off. So it goes off. It's still at a negative though. So I flip at the neg and it's too severe. So the first mate just boom, five damage. Well, this dude only has seven health, right? Right. So I'm like, this is fucking great. So yeah, because now he only like, has two like, health. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my last attack and I'm going to go ahead and cheat in the red joker and I'm going to declare a crit strike. And Chris just was like, hey, I'm done. I'm not interested in seeing the rest of this game. Like, I was like, I like, dude, it's one model. It's not even your best model. <laughs> That's all it took, really. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he was. He was like, I don't care. It's like Bayou. Or he didn't say Bayou. He's like, Outcasts are stupid. Zip's stupid. The first mate is stupid. He's zipping around the board, killing shit all the time. <laughs> it's like this is just stupid. I hate how fast he is because I have. There's no retaliation because I can't kill him. I'll go into him and then he'll be gone. <laughs> you have to, like, literally, you have to put so much into killing him it's crazy it is yeah. and that's kind of i think that's a frustrating part right? right is he lost a model and if you've played against the first mate mm -hmm. you just know that you're not going to like if you don't have range and a melee attack it's going to be so hard to kill him yeah you have to be but able to chase you, him yeah that's what i'm saying like you have to have models that can charge more than once per turn or you can have models that has a good gun and a good melee um there's lots of ways to do it but very few models can do it on their own yeah. usually they have to gang up on them there's, there's a very finite amount of ways you can actually get to the first mate that's <laughs> how it is like yeah when i was playing uh um which we call 10 thunders i missed them so much you have no idea because i oh, looked yeah. at the the choices that they have it's like this is like poor man's you know first mate it was like really bad first mate. yeah <laughs> oh so sad i don't mind desper's okay though i don't mind him he is definitely not first mate though well i i agree but he's still he's still good yeah i don't disagree with that i don't disagree with that but like once you play first mate it's just like you compare everybody to him like the yeah. only other one that was like close to him in, in quality of like points per whatever he gets is uh the the midnight stalker and he's gone yeah like Midnight stalker that we got now is nothing yeah i was gonna say i especially in uh carve a path i find myself an outcast bringing the uh, midnight hunter quite a bit uh just because it's a good pick but every time i do i'm just like man the first mate's just better yeah it's 100 <laughs> so you just have to live when you play that uh the any other faction you have to live with that I have him in Neverborn only if I play Sorida. Sometimes yeah. that's a really bad... The same thing with Outcast, yeah. man. Same thing. Yeah, sometimes it's a really bad pick. I really don't want to play Sorida into this matchup. I'm just going to play something else and hope for the best. Dixon, I, I, I have to mention that you gave me a nice little heart there when I sent you a picture of my painted uh, Dread Pirate. Hell zip. yeah, dude. That was <laughs> such an awesome pick to see. Oh, man, it gave me it gave me life. Yeah, and oh. I'm trying, basically, I'm just trying to figure out where I like Cap the Dread Pirate versus, you know, just Zip. 
because um, obviously zip one is is really good. However, I do think that especially with carve the path and especially in those still those corner boards where right. you have to be in I, man, I'm telling you full speed ahead, I think is just good in a lot of these pools because a lot of the pools you have to be in spots. Any extra movement action, like I was saying, like I'm still convinced that any after activation action, like interact specifically, yeah. is very important because you're going to be moving shit around the board for curve the path. You're going to be uh, putting people into places for covert ops, just little things like that. And this GG3 just keep making me think about that. But one of the factions, or factions, gonna be, one of the keywords that I noticed I was struggling to put into one of these missions was barkus yeah. it was like fucking incredible last uh in last gg2 yeah and now i'm having issues trying to figure out how to play him better in this one because he's not a bad model yeah he's not a bad model but i think part of barkus's problem is i think he likes hit and run tactics and a lot right. of this gg you're forced to be somewhere yeah you have to be at this point to get points yeah yeah, I mean, I think you can still play him and do some things with him, but there, anytime the fight is forced into a position and you're naturally just not as tanky or you're not as survivable as some of the other crews that you're being going against, yeah, that's going to cause problems. Yeah. Meanwhile, now you're talking about that, and I'm thinking Zip 1 dropping pianos, blocking off people from yeah. getting into places. I have missed that. That's been something where I'm like, oh, wish I could just drop three pianos right there. Yeah, because it, it goes into that. Like, you, you have to balance act of, like, okay, I need to move my models into a position, but I also need to, you know, make sure that the enemy doesn't get there. So it's yeah, like really hard when I played against Hoffman 2 yeah. with Zip 1, and I forget what the pool was, but basically there were times where his big stompy robots were trying to get places, and I could just right. line up three pianos just to be like, yeah, no, you got to go around, or you got to waste AP. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, and that's where I'm saying, like, I'm enjoying the Dread Pirate zip. I just have to figure out if it's worth more than how powerful Zip's activations are with Zip 1. Okay. So, because he is very support master, and it's good, I just got to see if it's worth not playing Zip 1. So, I've found a few, but they're really weird. Like, for example... If you have a very uh, uh, concealing heavy um, uh, map, actually, Zip 2 is incredibly hard to kill, especially if he goes second. Sure. Yeah, because you wait until a model activates, then you can go chase down that model, Captain's Challenge, and then be like, all right, kill me, bitches. Yeah, so I think the obvious ones are if your opponent has a lot of flying models, Zip right. 2 is better. Yeah, um, just because true. up we go is such a powerful action and attack, but yeah. you can't do it against flying models because yeah. we're already both in the air. <laughs> yeah, you can't even do disengaging strikes, so they can just walk away from you. It's so annoying. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of one of the things where that's pretty obvious. Uh, I think also, like you were saying, if there's just a matchup and I'm just like... I. I think it comes down to if I think I can pull off an alpha or if I'm going to need to control the board more with zip. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe against guild because they have leadline coat. Oh my maybe, God. Yeah. Maybe I like zip two more there because you can't up. We go those bastards anyways. 
No, I mean, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't even think about that point. You're absolutely right. Because if your game plan was to move people, but you know that the faction you're going against is not... That's uh, Yeah, that's actually a very good pick. Yeah, and, well, and, and if they don't bring Leadline Coat, then you can still full speed ahead. So Yeah, exactly. There you go. Wow. So yeah, there's just little tricks that I'm figuring out with, with Zip2 that I'm liking, but I think it is very matchup dependent. If I think I can outfight somebody... I like Zip 2 a lot because I, I don't have to depend on Zip to do the fighting. I can bring some real beaters and I usually just two really fucking staunchy, just going to punch in your effing mouth beaters, you know? Yeah. And then also Zip 2 is good with Bo because Bo with um, lead the path or lead the way, whatever. Right. He doesn't care about Zip 2 because like you don't have concealing. So I can actually do this without having to <laughs> focus or some dumb shit. Yeah, I, I, the day that I learned that is the day that a little piece of me died. It's like I can't push zip one. No. Yeah, that's kind of why though. I think I'm gonna try it out to see how much I like it. But I I got a list where it's bow zip two and uh, Mancha Roja, and I'm just gonna put those three together. And Bo's just gonna heal up Mancha as much as he can, and Zip's gonna position and cause problems, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. I definitely want to see that. Yeah, I do too. I'm pretty excited about it. That's, that sounded so fun though. Like, I was like, "What? You took one model out, and then that was it. That's it's game." I'm like, "It's not <laughs> game. Come on, dude." Well, and I, I, so I talked to Chris about it, and I was like, "So, I, I understand that's frustrating, but yeah. I don't think you lose the game because that one model." And he's he, he kind of gave me the I don't care and started talking about how OP outcasts are because anytime you know one of us loses we got to bitch about how strong something is. My seven <laughs> my seven point model did not survive to my nine point henchman beater. Well, and I told him it's oh, like fuck. I got I got lucky and flipped two severes and then I had the red Joker in hand to seal the deal. So correct. That's that is luck. Like yeah. If, if it was a normal flip, I think that model probably has maybe two hit points left, and then I finish it off next turn. But yeah. some, sometimes you get lucky in this game, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's but, so crazy, though. I, I guess he was having a rough day, because like, I got to ask him like whenever he's feeling better, because, like, ah, come on now. It's like he's I a seven-point model. <laughs> I think also he was a little discouraged because his master, who likes to punch things in the face, had nothing to punch. Oh, really? Like, literally the closest thing to him was maybe 10 inches away. Oh. Okay. And he was sitting in the middle of the board at the end of turn one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but he you was know, trying to get there. Yeah, but I'm just like, I don't need to engage you. <laughs> like, you yeah, can fuck. waste all your actions trying to bring me to you. I'm not going anywhere near that guy until I kill your whole crew or something. Yeah, he, that guy is like cancer walking. I was looking at his abilities. That, I mean, the, the, the nasty combination between fucking redirect magic and severe injury made me like gag a little bit holy shit because like oh you your enemy you as the enemy right i flipped a crow i have to cheat regardless of whether or not the yeah. card that i have in my hand is lower than that i yeah. cannot have double fucking you know what i mean double yeah so that, that's the gross thing right because you <laughs> and if they have their stupid whatever they call the hand on the side of the board whatever their reconfigure maybe is that what it's called Oh yeah, yeah, I I fucking I call them the terrible seven. Yeah, to, to your to your reconfiguration, that's what it's called. There you go. My but if you have like what three of the same suit, then you can add that suit to your dual total or something. Uh, I believe so. You have to basically play poker with this. Yeah. 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 
and it, so that's annoying. So that that's doing stuff on the side. Right. Um, they're getting triggers off of it. He has a trigger on literally on his attack that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He not only so it's stupid because not only does he have a it, it's like Levy two's attack right where you have a trigger for everything and you can declare as many of them as you want. Right. So that got pretty gross in some situations because he was kidnapping in other games. He was kidnapping my models with wave of power. He's putting injured just a crap ton on my models. And then um, he was healing random models because I think the Ram lets him heal or something. Yep. That's right. So it was just really great. This guy can buy almost by himself can kidnap a model and then just wreck the crap out of it. I mean, in my personal opinion, like, I fucking hate the fact that people can draw right line of sight from him. This yeah, is reverse that was arc stupid. Notes. Yeah, it was yeah. Stupid. I was like, oh, let me uh, shoot this gun through your body. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm looking at the abilities. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. And he has 14 hit points, so he's not super easy to kill being defense 6 and willpower 6. He passes at least the Hoffman test. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, yeah. If you don't know what the Hoffman test is, is the ability to survive 12 irreducible damage in an activation. That's yeah. the Hoffman test. Yeah, and the other version of him, um, so the um, Aspirant uh, version, his bonus action can do three irreducible damage so what yeah if you go oh, back about the other guy yeah the other guy yeah the other guy if you go knowledge is power yeah you can do up to three irreducible damage i'm perfectly so. fine with that one because it's, it's a once per turn yeah I, I just hate the fact that there's people were bitching about leviticus having irreducible range damage and now that hoffman has it consistently doing four damage i hear no peep yeah like nothing <laughs> I'm yeah. like, bro. <laughs> yeah, and you can do it to multiple models too. Right? That's the thing that sucks. Like, Leviticus had to like work for it to get four damage. <laughs> but no, no, Hoffman just gets four damage, and it's not even a gun. Like, I'm sorry. I must stop bitching about that, but like, I'm still salty about that because I, I thought I was going to get over it over after a year, but I'm not. <laughs> You're a salty bitch. It's hard for you to get over it. <laughs> So, yeah, give Dread Pirate a tryout, folks. He's not terrible. I, I'm enjoying him quite a bit. Yeah. I was um, pleasantly surprised how good he was. Yeah, I think I was just... I think when you compare him to the original, you're like, but the original is so aggro and can, like, do all this cool stuff and ruin people's days. Yeah. And this one's just different because, like, yeah, I'm kind of just setting up, drawing cards, doing some swashbuckling. It really just feels like, you know, he is something out of The Princess Bride where he's just, like... This ridiculous character who's just, you know, there's something I haven't told you. What's that? I am not left-handed. And then he switches his hands and he's like swashbuckling oh, and stuff. That's I mean, so funny. Like this, this zip just is so much fun. And I think he's just setting up his crew. I think the, I think his job is to set up his crew and then be annoying to certain models and maybe randomly kill, you know, maybe a squishy model. But yep. he's he's a lot of fun. He actually, when I was playing him, at least against guns, I was having a, a fair amount of success just, like, attacking something that already activated and just hanging out in, like, in concealed terrain. Yeah. 
It's like you attack once, you get the trigger, you're in concealing terrain, now you're a double negative flip against anybody that targets you. It's like, uh, do I really want to attack uh, Zip or do something else? And yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, if you, you know, if you're really missing that part of Zip One's card, so if you if you're missing the sputtering exhaust, and if you're missing the up up we go, you can still bring Maris for six stones and still get that effect. Also true, and every single one of the Skeeters has one. Yeah, and Skeeters are probably my favorite minion in the game. The Iron Skeeters. They they're do just, so much. They, they're they're one of for what they are because they're seven stones. They're for seven stones. I feel like. They're some of the most durable, some of the most reliable, and just flexible models that you can have in a, yeah. in a crew for being a minion. And they're not beaters, but they do so much on, on all the other And in things. Outcast, you can bring them uh, Wanted Criminal, so now you oh, can't yeah. charge them. And <laughs> they also get a two-inch move uh, if they're next to like the board edge or hazardous terrain, which they are not hazardous, impassable terrain, which they usually are. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, uh, you say that like, Bayou doesn't have an option to give them uh, I mean, they do, the skies. But... Exactly my point. But it's a little different. <laughs> I think it's better. <laughs> Listen, it's been a while since I played Bayou. You got to give me a break. Oh, shush. You're going to you're gonna love it as soon as you get back. Trust me. What, back to Bayou? Yeah. Dude, it's fun as hell. I am tempted. They do call me about once a month. I'm like, maybe I should go back to playing Bayou. No, no. Play, play your outcast. Have oh, your fun, and then like after a while, I want to say like five months from now, then go back to Bayou and see the difference. Yep, yeah, I probably will, but yeah. we'll we'll see. Whizbang just got a new model with this stupid witness. <laughs> I was reading her. I don't know what she does yet. I'm just trying to understand this. Yeah, and I think we can kind of go into the Gen Con spoilers a bit here, and then yeah. we'll finish up talking about that tournament, but. Um, well, I guess looking at the dabbler just because we're talking about it, right? But it's Whizbang and Witness, and I've seen Chris use them, and they're decent little utility pieces because they're kind of they're moving around, so they have what is it? So they're they're decent for five stones. They're a decent little model, but the ride the Aetheric currents. If you have the right suits in your stupid side hand, you can actually push a decent amount just with your bonus. I feel like that's good. They have a shockwave, so that was kind of annoying because I was playing, you know, so I was playing Parker too, so I had a lot of rats on the board. So that was great. And then I also had Doc Mitchell, so I was like, oh, that's great. You can just throw that at Doc Mitchell. So that was kind of annoying with that. Uh, Shockwave one uh, to move thirteen duel, so most models are going to need an eight to pass it. Oh, okay. Um, so that was really how Chris mostly used it. So I mean, it's pretty solid, and it's not a bad shockwave. No, but I definitely see the value more in in a whizbag. Sorry, I was like like piecing together what you said plus what I'm reading as well. Yeah, I really like the lightning strike in whizbang because that's a lot of models going fast for one damage. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be your master. That's the key important part. Yeah, and they're they're a little more survivable. They have Arcane Shield 1. Um, they can increase the Shockwave value by 1. Um, they, they're blast resistant, of course. Uh, in Whizbang, their repository won't really make a big difference. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... The other one that was kind of cool... Oh, no, this one, it won't work either with Whizbang. 
But the the unexpected outcome with Witness was cool because basically it's like, oh, I failed this. Let me go ahead and after you fail the duel, um, not only do you gain a glowy, but then you add the top card of its discard pile to your configuration. Right. So it definitely... Plays both parts because you're always going to be using glowy tokens regardless of whether or not you're whispering. But the configuration is definitely better for witness. Yeah. So I think it's better in witness, but you know, for five soul stones, this is better than a lightning bug. <laughs> I was about to say, it's definitely better than a lightning bug for the same exact points, right? Yeah. I think the arcane shield kind of makes it pretty good. Yeah. Um, it has a range 10 gun and a range 8 gun. Um, and you can move it around so it's faster than a than a glowy or the, yeah. sorry faster than a lightning bug. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that kind of sucks is you can't give the dabblers fast, so that's kind of the only sucky thing. Yeah, I mean, but they seem to be the ones activating everybody else. Lightning yeah. strike seems to be like the key reason for me to bring this thing. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a solid model for five stones. I don't, I don't think I hate right. it. Yeah, but generally speaking, with the rest of this witness keyword. I, have you just been reading it, Dixon, or have you had a chance to vassal it up against these A-holes? Nope, not yet. Not yet. I've been busy. Yeah, and I've played four games against them, so I kind of got a decent feel. Yeah. Uh, they're generally... So it's interesting. The first version of Damien, I feel like the crew's doing more work. Like, Damien's kind of more setting it up. Yeah, he can do some damage. Yeah. Um, it's kind of at range damage, and... The front of his card, you're getting a lot of, you know, kind of pop there. So he, he's just kind of a, I feel like a good all-around kind of master of the first version. The second version, the crew is supporting him and you're killing shit. <laughs> yes. Well, he's extending everybody else's uh, threat range by, you know, like you have to kill him, but you can't kill him with triggers. You, yeah. Yeah, he, you have to go through 14 health. Uh, he can heal himself very easily if you have somebody in the crew that can heal him. Ah, uh, what is hard. that? What is the so this stupid um, refraction ability, right? Yeah, the House of Soul, where you can like, oh, I'm gonna do this through that model. Correct. Let's talk about how the puzzle box has the box opens because that is a stupid bonus, and we, I don't know why they gave it to another model. This should only be a Pandora thing. I hate it. I mean, it's a box. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm very mad. <laughs> because I mean, you can do the box opens through other models. I'm just upset that they're they're doing a, a sad job of uh, doing a tribute to the Lament configuration. That's what I'm upset about. This is, I mean, I think it's fine. You've never seen such sites that they're going to show you. I just hate it, man. Just That's, two, you've two, never, dam you've two never damage and stunned. Two damage never, and stunned. No, but you, have you ever seen Hellraiser? No. Oh, okay. That's the reason why. I'm, I'm actually happy with this. I think the box opens actually makes perfect sense with this. I'm not sure, joking sure, either. Sure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a horror movie buff. I like all horror movies. And the, the Hellraiser people, you know, you ever heard of Pinhead? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm a, I know the reference. I just have never watched it because I'm not a big horror. So, the, if you open the lament configuration, you go to hell basically, or you uh, go to the Cenobite uh, dimension, which is okay. basically hell, and you get fucked up. Like you just straight up, you just get fucked up. So I find it very 
nice that they have the box opens on the actual box. Can we also, uh, sure, but can we talk about how I am very frustrated that there seems to be more and more totems that are being able to be summoned back? Um, oh, I feel like I a lot of these new totems, it's like they're good, but you can kill them, but they also can get summoned back. And I, I just, huh. I can't, it's only one of the versions. It's only the uh, Damien one can do it through a trigger. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I get it. It's just super frustrating. I don't know. I mean, we've always had a few. That's just a curio flashbacks for me, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. But like, I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's because of that. Because like, I know we've had a curio before originally. Yeah, for Chompy. M3. But like, I've lived through others where like. Hamlin used to summon stolen. Is so, that is that? I mean, yeah, a Hamlin used to summon stolen. Yeah, I just I can't stand <laughs> because I think there should. I don't mind good totems, but I think there should be a risk reward with them. You know, um, even look at Pandora. I mean, Pandora is like, oh yeah, just kill her totem because she's so good. But Pandora too, you can just bring it fucking back. Yeah, <laughs> Pandora too. Yeah, that's what so, I said. Yeah, yeah no, no, I I want to like specify because people are gonna. Certain people are upset about Pandora because he's like the biggest negative play experience. That oh, dude, when Chris, when you played Chris and you played Pandora, he's like, I knew she was bad, but you never did the stuff Dixon did. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, like this is my favorite, like, like what you would call it. You, you had monster. all the dirty tricks on him. Yeah, like I love thematically. Titania is still my favorite, yeah. and I love how she looks and everything. But Pandora mechanically is just so fucking fun. Yeah. And he just upset because I, I like to layer over and over, you know, all the negative stuff that she can do to people. And Chris didn't even bother to try to, like, you know, fight it off. Yeah. And that's what happened. I was like, yeah. all right, it's going to happen to you. He's like, I got this. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, why would you do this to my models? <laughs> So yeah, Puzzle Box getting that stupid six six inch stun felt good. <laughs> felt good. Hey, don't you like it also when uh, the box opens comes out of both the master and the totem? Is no. that either or, brother? Either or, you're gonna get it. <laughs> nope, don't like it at all. Oh, that's so fun. I mean, you can also heal him, right? If I remember, there's somebody healed that can heal him. Heal the puzzle box? No, heal the master. There's a because the thing is that since you could target him, basically you have to be within eight inches of him. Yeah. In line of sight. Yeah. Yeah. So on the second version, you can clear, you can end all conditions, and ah. it says, you know, it's a pulse, but you can you can do that through the box. Right. And I think the first version does he? No, I'm just looking for the second version. Uh, yeah. Second version. Can't find anything so, here. So resonate so, power, I think you can trigger through the box. Ah, okay. Because it's a pulse, but I think because of that stupid um, ability, <laughs> I think you can do it through the box. So it's stupid. It's stupid. I got you. Well, in there are plenty of healers that are going to be in this anyway. Yeah, so sure. Even if you can't arc node through, you can still have like a silent. Like a silent one healing him from range. 
Yeah, and another thing that was super annoying to me is this crew also has ink fingers, so that's fucking great. <laughs> oh my god, is is that the ability that makes you the scar your hand? Yep. Oh, yeah, fuck it's my it's life. Marco Benatti. Marco Benatti has ink fingers, so you have to get but rid of your control hand like an a at least, at least he's only seven points, and he dies to willpower attacks. Holy shit! Yeah, he's only willpower four. Yeah, I mean, he has armor one, so there's that, but oh it's, my. it's kind of weird. I mean, he, he, he has lashing tendrils, so I feel like he was the one kind of just doing some of the setup because you're lashing tendrils your own stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of putting shockwaves out, so that was annoying. Uh, I didn't see a ton of the melee, so he, he, I think he's more like you were saying, more of a support piece. If you try to use him on your front line, he's, yeah. he's probably going to get you know punched pretty good. He's area eight, but I'm looking at him. He has a lot of my favorite abilities that Pandora has. Well, I shouldn't say a lot of. He has one big one, and then he has two abilities that are kind of similar to what Pandora does. So, Lashing Tendrils, Pandora has an ability that she can discard yeah. a card and just move somebody that's a woe three inches. Yeah. So, I can see Lashing Tendrils being. Uh, kind of like a better version or a slightly different version because you have to flip cards for this one. Yeah. But uh, it's not bad. Anyway, the other one is Grasping Tentacles, which I absolutely love. And finally, like, the Kinetic Amplifier actually protects them against the box opens and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, not only that, that was bad also because I, in the game where I was playing Parker 2, Right. I, I was putting down shockwaves and it was just like giving him focus and I was just like, yeah, whatever. You can stack <laughs> you can stack two focus. I don't care. At least you're yeah. discarding your hand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he's not gonna what what's he gonna do? He's gonna hit you for four damage. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like, oh you're red joker, that's five. Oh no. <laughs> uh, it's like I mean it's don't get me wrong, that's five damage that hurts. Yeah, but like solid. If he's hitting you, that means he's within melee range. Because that's what it looks like this guy just dies uh to concentrated effort like he's not he's not gonna go down fast but he's now, gonna go let down me, let me tell like you about their weeks. best enforcer ledger domain let me tell you about this a-hole right so okay. I, I did i did kill him with the first mate deservingly so <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that's stupid about him is he does have diversion so you know playing by you i'm like oh, this is stupid but this is our thing i don't know why you have it but he's also <laughs> as manipulative so that's there as well Okay. He does have uh, showmanship, so that's the thing where your opponent always cheats second, and you when you do a duel, you flip it face down. Your opponent doesn't know what it is, right? And they they have to cheat first, which is a super good ability because if you want to kill this guy, you're just gonna have to throw a high card out there and be like, "Do you have it?" Do you, you know? But he's also stupid because he can steal soul stones. Right. He puts out stunned and distracted on his melee. It's a two-inch reach melee. Somehow with his stupid floating illusionary hands, it's two inches. I don't know how that happens. But the other two things that I think are also really good with this model is disillusion. So if you're playing a bubble crew, this is a really good bonus to kind of tear apart what your 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 opponent's bubble is trying to do. So in my case... He used this to basically move Pearl five inches way the hell out of the way. So that way I wasn't benefiting from her six inch aura ping heels. He did this with the emissary too, where he's like, cool, emissary, go that way. So 
that was something that was good. And why not? Let's put false claim on the card because false claim isn't a good uh, good action. This model's oh. good. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see the value alone on expert thief on a model like this. That doesn't oh. even that doesn't even happen as much. The other stuff yeah. is still good. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely, he, he's a stupid flexible model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, distracted illusion alone on a stat five model. That's that's not okay. Like fucking Colette has it as a master, and I was mm -hmm. like, this is annoying. And then I saw it on a Willow Wisp, which is a four point model, but it's stat four. And I'm like, all right, I'm okay with this again. Yeah, <laughs> like it's. And this is a good model at seven points with distracting illusion. That that ability can be cancer. Yeah, and not only that, this model is going to be relatively difficult to get rid of. It's it just is. It's just one of those models where since you can't do your bonus and since it's manipulative, it's just going to be a little more difficult to get rid of. And it's willpower six, so it's actually better. Like a lot of times, willpower is the weakness of a model. In this case, yeah. it it likes willpower attacks. I mean, he's basically going to be like a card-carrying member of the, uh, whatchamacallit, OC upgrade that gives him you Soul Stone. Yeah, the uh, magical training. Yeah, whatever that is, that this guy is going to be a nine-point model every time because he's way too valuable. I'm gonna, let me check this real quick. Yeah, he's going to make some fucking plays. Okay, I understand why Chris was upset. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would quit the game because of that, but like... For sure, I'd be like, oh, motherfucker. And just trying to work from there. Yeah, I think you can see why I dove the first mate in because I was like, I'm getting oh, rid of this a-hole. Oh, absolutely. Well, if you did that, it's because you knew already this guy needs to die. Yeah, so Ledger is a really good one. Um, I tell you what, though, I this weird, like, Soulstone-looking henchman thing, the Lohith, Right. That's that's a cool model. I like this guy a lot. Even though I almost killed him in one activation with Mad Dog because, you know, ignore armor. Um, okay. But he can use Soul Stone, so that helped him survive. But I like what this one does. This guy, he, first off, he he brings Arcanus Lantern of Souls, which is really good. It ignores Demise abilities, right? Right. So anytime, that's just good. Uh, it's a living soul stone, so you can use one once per activation. You can use a card of nine or greater from your configuration hand to instead of using a soul stone, so you can reduce damage that way. So that was also right. something cool. And it has decent attack. It's a three four six attack. It also has a gun that's pretty decent. It's two three five. Um, I think it has uh, what is it? The trigger on Throne Boulder, which remember, you can do that through your master in the second version. Right. It has a rolling uh, earth trigger. So when resolving, <gasps> you get to place yourself in base contact with the model that you targeted. And you can do that through your master. So you can Holy imagine some of the shit. ridiculous movement you can get out of that. <laughs> Bruh, I did not read the last sentence. Reading's important, Dixon. Yeah, reading's fundamental. Holy crap. <laughs> When resolving the target gets plus blast, period, next sentence, then place this model in base contact with the target. So what you're telling me is you get six plus eight, I mean, no, eight plus whatever the base is. So around 17 inches, maybe 18 inches of extra movement for one attack. Yep. Seems good. Seems good to me. Yeah. 
Holy shit. Because you just have to be within eight of Damien, and then you just eight inches away from him, and Damien's on a 40, so... And you can go on the other side of the model, so you can even get more movement. Man, Damien is nuts. Yeah. Wild. It's wild. But that's why I like that low hit model. I mean, he's 10 soul stones. He does have 10 hit points, which is pretty good. Can use soul stones, has armor, and... Is just a decent mobile beater. This dude is gonna mobilize and kick your ass. I'm hoping that like the next few months we either figure him out or, you know, he's still like a constant. Like he's, I want him to be in the meta, like a conversation. Because I, I actually started liking, just talking with you, I started liking more his style. Are you talking about Damien? Yeah, yeah. Because like I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of of horror movies. And when I saw that they were like kind of like doing the whole lament configuration kind of tribute thing going on, I was like a little bit upset, but I didn't see a single pinhead. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> well, they put Jack in it. Oh, no. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, when I, the first time, of course, the first time I play a good keyword like this. Right. I'm always a little pissy because I'm just like, why did they give him this? Why did they give him this? This guy, does. Yeah. this crew does have a lot of that. Yeah. But... I do see counterplay to it. Like there's some things where it's just like, yeah, this can mess Damien and his crew up. So I do see that now. Um, just anything that can, you know, anything that's going to just, uh, just spiky damage, just damage that doesn't need triggers are just right. better against the second version of Damien. Mm-hmm. Uh, mobile crews. I think Damien's crew, except for obviously we just talked about Loweth, but I think Damien in general sometimes has problems with mobile crews, even though he has ways to mobilize himself. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to spend all your actions just trying to get your master each turn to a spot. So I think if he goes against really fast masters like Terra or, you know, Zip or um, even Colette or models like that, that can be a problem for him, I think. You think so? I mean, he can chase one model a turn down, um, but... If he has to use too many actions to get there, he might not kill them. That's also true. There is nothing here that really stops being buried, does it? Yeah. Like, if you... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could just straight up bury his ass. Yeah, if you actually dunk him into the void, I don't think he's coming out. Yeah, and if he does, then put him someplace that it just it doesn't matter. Just run like a little yeah. wretch, you know, down the board and be like, cool, you can unbury over there. <laughs> okay, so we... As always, Terra has an answer for everything. So we got that out of the way. All right, let's now talk normal masters. (laughs) Yeah, normal masters, though. I mean, actually, I think you can blow Damien up. You just, like I said, it needs to be a good model that just does solid damage by itself. So, like, I think, you know, Nakima's crew probably does a good job against him. That's a very good point. Nakima just has solid numbers. You could just bring Broodmother and just keep sending Matures at him. That's right. That's right. Matures will definitely put a dent in his crew very yeah. quickly. And it's like, oh, no, you killed this mature. Here's another one. How about it, Hoss? So there are answers to him. So I'm not like I, I know some people are super kind of like, oh, this is so uh, broken. Oh, and I, I initially had that same feeling. But then I'm like, OK, I can think about this. And there's some counterplay. And yeah. you just have to realize what he's trying to do. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's a good crew, but it has its weaknesses. It's not good yeah. in all pools. That's literally what I'm doing right now is I'm looking into, like, how can I actually play this against this more effectively? Like, because the way that I look at it, it's a fantastic crew. 
but at the same time, it's like any crew has to be balanced in such a way, right? So yeah. I'm gonna have to beat this. Gotta learn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think once you and obviously you want durable models that don't necessarily just depend on soulstone. So I think Damien actually really hates high armored models because he doesn't him the second version anyways. The first version has a bonus, but doesn't have a real good way to ignore armor. I think the first one can, I think on one of the triggers on his actions. Um, so when I was playing against Damien too, I was like, oh, I could just bring like a bunch of armor and just, you know, kind of run up at him. Yeah. I mean, you won't know the title until after crews are selected already though. So you have but, to kind of guess. But honestly, I mean, if you're, if you're asking me which one I'm more scared of, I'm more scared of the second one. Yeah. Because I mean, the, that's, that's, the second yeah. one can just delete a model a turn. I mean, and, don't get me wrong. I agree with you, but what you don't know will kill you in this game. For sure. And also, I don't want to minimize the original version, the Aspirant. He has confiscated lore, and that's super good. Yes, it is. Holy crap, I forgot that that was an ability. Oh, so, yeah, Knowledge's power is the irreducible damage. But it has a trigger on a mask where um, basically you can't you can't reduce the damage through effects other than soul stones. So if you don't have soul stones and you just have armor, basically until the end phase, that model doesn't have its armor anymore. So basically, it's take three irreducible. By the way, trigger. I also did analyze weakness. That's what the, that's what that says. Yeah, but I'm sorry, non-master only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny i was i just find it hilarious i was like oh no armor for you no shield incorporeal you know just take your pick there's even grit is go off the table oh that's so funny yeah it's it it's a cool keyword though i mean there obviously there's more to it with some of the models but that's just some of the general feelings i had after playing it a few times mm-hmm so I'll be excited because when Chris comes back on, we'll we'll dig into his thoughts actually playing it. And yeah. then probably by that time, you'll have a game or so against him, I'd imagine, too. I hope so, because I, I, I want to see I want him to get good with this, mostly because I think there's a lot of like synergy in this crew. Yeah, definitely a lot of synergy. Loves, yeah, I know he loves synergy. That's like his main thing. But <laughs> taking one of his favorite pieces off turn one must have hurt. <laughs> <laughs> hurt so much he didn't want to play and he left the house too we didn't even really talk he's like oh, i'm just i'm leaving man and he, he's like i'm done yeah i'm fucking done <laughs> he took the kids he took took the dog oh man not the dog <laughs> <laughs> so last thing in gen con that i want to talk about is just the tournament that they ran Hell so yeah it actually was a pretty good spread they had a lot of people that came from different areas a ton of Texas people showed up yeah. to it as well. well. To be fair, when you showed me the listings, the first thing I said was like, "God bless." There's this is a Shark Tank. Yeah, a lot of good players. Like a bunch of good players here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you have you have really solid players from like Southeast. Like John, um, our buddy John was there. You have yeah. like all the sharks from Texas. So you have like Andre, and you have you know doug and brian and then you also have zach from the michigan meta and then you had landon who of course took the event um and like i said you just go down it's like even like you start getting towards the end of it you're like oh those are some decent players too but i can tell that due to time they had to just cut it short after three rounds so they they went from uh dp to differential 
Yeah, because you did have it looks like they had three players that went were three and zero, so Correct. they needed one more round at least to hash it out. Yeah, and the coolest thing was like you told me a story that Andre Andre did what? Uh, Andre, so he ended up bringing explorers, and he I was talking to Zach about this in the Discord, and he apparently just dropped Maxine one the whole time and just played like a super good bubble crew and. Just focused up and shot people with Maxine One's yep. gun, which a lot of people didn't apparently didn't think about doing with her, but it works out pretty good. Yep, and he got second place. Yep, explorers aren't dead. Hell no. And then of course there's that stupid botanist list that's going around with the next kids and three botanists that I don't know if anybody ran it, but that's a list apparently the Europeans like. Uh, there was only one, two, three other Explorer players, and none of them made top eight except for Andre. Yep, and I know, I think Zach just soloed Von Stuck, so I think he was doing the Von Stuck dance the whole time. Damn, um, and he got fifth. Holy yep. shit. Von Stuck 2 is what Zach usually plays. And then Landon's playing 10 Thunders, doing Landon things, man. I mean, I'm sure... It was some kind of Jacob Lynch shenanigans or some kind of um, yep, uh, Jan Lowe nonsense. Who knows? Yep, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if literally he just went uh, low to uh, for anything that was scheme heavy and uh, Lynch to for anything that was combat heavy. Yeah. Period. End of story. Like, look at the pool. Is there a lot of scheming here? Okay, low two. No, even think about it. Then I'm not even gonna look at the map. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> Am I fighting the crap out of people? Boom, Lynch 2. <laughs> yeah, and it's really interesting looking at the top eight. I mean, because you, you had 10 Thunders, you have an Explorers, you have a Neverborn, then you have two Rezzers, an Arcanist, another Neverborn, and then Bayou. So pretty good mix in your top eight. Yeah, I was surprised to see no fucking outcasts of the top eight. I mean, to be fair, the ninth and 10th were outcasts, and they both also went 2-1, and one, so that was just point differential. That's true. I mean, John went 2-1 and one as well, because uh, like the big thing about this tournament apparently seems that they just didn't have the time to finish out, because yeah, they only needed one more round. That's one of the bad things about, I think, Gen Con in general is, I think, right. I think it's hard for non-like Warhammer tournaments to be more than one day. Yeah, just because of space. There's, I, I was surprised. Usually, the Malifaux tournament that I've seen the last couple of years at Gen Con have been smaller, like twelve people. So I'm, I'm happy to see that there were like twenty six people at this tournament. Okay, I mean, I could definitely see, uh, what should we call it? Uh, this going one more round, and probably, like, depending on on who you get on top, because they needed two more rounds for this. Well, officially, you're right. But unofficially, if, say, one of these top three were to fight against Brian... Yeah, whoever got... If the pair down yeah. loses, then you don't need a fifth. And honestly, I, I have a lot of faith in Brian. I don't <laughs> know how the hell this person in round two tied him or whatever. I think it was round two or round one. Yeah, no, it was round two. Somebody tied him 3-3. Three, three. I'm like, some... There's an explanation to that game that I would like to know. Yeah. Because <laughs> Brian is a damn good player and i'm shocked that he was just fourth place <laughs> yeah definitely solid oh but i mean i started looking at the um the event stats and like the faction breakdown of it right and 
there were outcast brought the most players i think there were six players that played outcast yeah so i mean they did pretty good even though they didn't finish in the top but it was let's see the breakdown for it so there were three arcanists three bayou four explorers only two guild which is a little surprising very very surprising yeah. um five neverborn six outcasts three rezzers and then two ten thunderers yep so I'd like to see Brandon Lynch in one of these. Yeah, Brandon, um, yeah, he's just got family stuff and work. So it's oh, I know, 100%. National, the man's busy, but like... Brandon's a guild savant. Yeah, that man is a guild savant for sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nick Westbrook also is damn good at guild. I would well, like to see those two, you know... I may have heads. tempted Nick to eventually switch over to the outcast train. No shit, really? Yeah, he likes a lot of the stuff that... Uh, that they got going on. He, there's a few of the keywords nice. he likes running. He, nice. He, he's he's a monster, so he wants to try terror out and like, oh, you're, you're a monster. <laughs> I don't Man, even have her. In my, I don't even have her in my bag. I love Nick. That was just fun. I was, <laughs> he's. Uh, I I think I think terror is fun for a lot of people. I personally don't think so. <laughs> yeah, but you're also the kind of person that plays Pandora. So what what does that mean? I am rare snowflake, I guess. It's like <laughs> Pandora is not played. Like I'm pretty sure if we were to look at the games of these people, none of them play Pandora. Yeah, probably not. Exactly. Yeah. See, yeah, they must have been <laughs> tight on time because they didn't record masters and stuff, which sucks. But correct, correct. I would well, like to see that. I mean, looking at this, yeah, like the faction spread is actually pretty decent. The only thing that I was shocked is literally just the outcast, not in the top eight. And honestly, I think it's because we didn't have any of the. I'm not saying that Brad and Tim are not great, but you know, like I don't know. Everybody says Cody Hyatt is like a outcast savant in the states. Yeah. yeah, I would like to see that. Yeah, and I'm looking at round three because I'm just trying to get an idea of the spread here, and mm -hmm. I'm seeing quite a. F it's kind of a mixed bag. There are some games where it's kind of a little bit of a blowout. And then there's some close games. So I'm trying to figure out in this new GG if it's just that's kind of the way it is where it's like, you know, sometimes there's blowouts and then sometimes you have close games. I don't know. Because mm. like, like I'm seeing some eight, two, and this is round three. So ideally your last rounds, but that's why I think you're right that it needed to go probably two more rounds because round four and five in a big tournament like this, you're playing against people on par with your skill level. Right. In a three-round tournament, depending on pair downs, you can still catch somebody who's either above or below you. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I don't put a super amount of credit into that. But like, I see some 8-2s. I see some 5-4s. There's an 8-0 in here. I was like, man, you couldn't even give them one point, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, it, it, without looking, was that Andre? Because that sounds like Andre. No. Okay. Not not round three now. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. No, I'm actually very uh, pleasantly surprised to see Bayou represented in the top eight, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. that's the thing. Like, you can Larry, still do well. Very staff build. Wherever you are, thank you. God bless. Yes, God bless. Yeah, he's from Illinois, apparently. That's good. Yep. And you can still win tournaments with Bayou. I'm not... Like when I say, um, you know, kind of, eh, you know, about Bayou, but, you know, you can still play. There's still some really good keywords. One, you still have Zip, which I think Zip is 
just better in Bayou in general. Um, and then also you have things like uh, Moth is still freaking there. And then you still have Brewmaster oh, yeah. too. And Ulix, I think, can do a lot of crazy stuff in this. And you still have Ophelia. Uh, so there's still a lot of really good things you can do with Bayou. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, don't don't listen to my shit talking too much because I still love Bayou. And I, I feel like I could still win with Bayou. It's just that I'm really enjoying Outcast at the moment. And some of these new titles for um, yeah. Outcast are definitely fun. Yeah, I definitely still want to find out what happened to Brian. Yes, Brian beat Staffold six to two on round one, then tied to a gentleman that ended one one one, and he tied him in a game that went three and three. So I'm yeah, very you know, confused. It, well, <laughs> whenever I see a tie, especially depending on what the score is, a lot of times I'm like, yeah. okay, ties a lot of times will happen when you don't finish a game. I feel right. Right. So I'm kind of wondering, it's like, okay, did you only get to like round three, maybe? Uh, oh. So you, you never know. That would be the worst. I've been there, man, where it's like, oh, we're not finishing. Oh, we both get three points. This is fun. We didn't get past turn three. Sigh of hatred. I hate it. When I hate it. And I, I hate it when you can't even, like, you don't even finish turn three. Like the TO tells you to put cards down oh and it's like, we didn't even get out of turn three. It's like, Oh, my God. congratulations. Am I the a-hole in, in this situation? <laughs> You've ruined Christmas. That's basically, <laughs> that's the feeling that you get. You're like, Jesus. Ugh. Oh man. Dixon. What else? Is there anything else random you want to talk about? It could be Gen Con related or anything else. Uh, a little short on time here, but definitely. No, no, no. That's it. I mean, I played. I played a couple of games uh, of Pandora to feel, you know, to make myself feel better. One of them was against Chris. You already heard the stories. Yeah. Somehow she's OP. Why hasn't she been nerfed? And I'm like, she hasn't won. Like I'm the only one that does well with her. Yeah, and my argument <laughs> is like when people, and I, I that's why I try not to do this as well. Even right. though sometimes that's your natural reaction. It's like if something like this was overpowered, like just purely overpowered and the best thing in the game, why is everybody not playing that? You know exactly. There's reasons. Like I'm, I'm a a fucking himbo. Like so, I go straight forward for things, and even I was able to play uh, Terra. Sometimes <laughs> you just catch bad matchups too. That's true. That's Sometimes, true. Because I feel like a lot of times that's where I get frustrated, where I'm like, oh, this is so stupid and busted. But I'm like, I, I go back and think about it. I'm like, oh, this was just a bad matchup. I just need to drop something else if this is a possibility. Yeah. I mean, it also, like, John continuously, it's like a good example. Because I, I just, every now and then I get reminded, it's like, no, John Goldburn literally takes a keyword and makes it work. There's got to be something that we're missing here. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I do feel like, a lot, especially now that there's titles, right? I think titles have changed Malfo, where it's like, yes, you can solo a keyword. Yes, yes. Depending on the keyword, I absolutely exactly. Agree. There are Depending some that, the yeah, there's some you can't, right? Uh, but you definitely can with a lot of these new titles. I think 100% in Outcast, there's two keywords that can solo pretty much every GG3 mission, like both Void and I mean, sorry, Obliteration and Freycore. Yeah, and hundred percent solo it. I don't know about obliteration because it's cancer, but sure. 
Uh, I think Zip could probably pull it off, but oh, I'm not 100% dude, sure. I think in GG, I think in GG3, I, I was actually okay. thinking about that the other day. I was like, I think I could just play Zip every round. Okay, okay. I mean, you do you do love your Zip. I play Zip a lot. Yeah, so you probably, if you want to and, try that. But see, that's actually, and you know, maybe that's saying something. It, yeah. Because when I put Zip on the table, it just, it's almost muscle memory. Right. I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, fly with me here, do this, draw cards, boop, boop, boop. And you know, it's like you, you also start to recognize like opportunities better when you know a keyword so well. Yes. Where I'm like, okay, that model needs to die and it's kind of overextended. How can I take advantage of that? And when you know a keyword well enough, you can do that. Yes. I mean, an example, again, Pandora, I know, but I swap out like 16 points out of my Pandora's list constantly. Like, I, I don't have a set list for anything anymore because I was like, all right, I need these things minimum, basically. And I just trim the fat whenever I need extra stuff. Like, I'll go into a match and be like, oh, I'm playing against this. Well, I need this stuff here and let's go. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you're going to end up doing the exact same thing with uh, Zip. Yeah. Be like, oh, okay, well, I don't need Mancha for this or I need Mancha for this. So I'm going to bring this other stuff too yeah. to make sure that Mancha can get there. Well, and Zip's keyword has a really good core, but it's also flexible because you have people, you forget about the models in that. And that's like for most keywords, there's a lot of depth into certain ones that you can solo like Zip. Right. And because you got to keep in mind, you have Matcha, you have, even though people don't like Bert, you have Maris, you have Gracie, you have the Skeeters, you have yep. Flying Piglets, which I, I actually like Flying Piglets occasionally to fill out if I yep. really can't settle on something. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff in there. And then you have all your verse style models that you can bring into it as well. Well, um, I'll, say, I'll tell you this. If you want to solo zip and don't need the Hodgepodge MSRA or Barbaros, then I 100% think that you should go Bayou because Bayou has better, significantly better upgrades that make Mancha even easier to ferry sure. around. Sure. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done that before in Bayou. Um, I think that there's some cute tech that you can bring with some of the zips out of Outcast. Right. Um, and I don't like, I don't necessarily love 12 cups of coffee just because it seems like you staple it onto your master <laughs> most of the time. So that's oh, kind of that's like so a, funny. that's kind of like a crutch that I don't like playing with sometimes. Man, it's a crutch, but my God, it's, it's like a wheelchair with engines. Yeah. That thing is incredibly useful. <laughs> yeah, and, but I think that there's also some of the verse styles and out of the keyword picks right. can spike a little bit more than some of the Bayou stuff. Okay, that's fine. I don't, I don't ever bring the hodgepodge with Zip anyways. Just making sure. I, I, do, to... I do bring Barbaros, though, because he yeah. can mess some stuff up. Right? Once you get used to how he does damage, all of a sudden it's like, man, I can actually do seven damage here very easily. Yeah. Like, you just, like, he has focus. I have a severe in my hand, and I can have a stone. Let's do this. Yeah, I Wham. told. Yeah, I, I told you, man. There was that one game where it was turn two. I killed the stupid research assistant, and yep. I killed the corpse curator with Barbaros, and it was just like sweet. Yep, yep. It didn't take that much effort. Nope. And yeah. It's like you can start damaging him, but then you're taking damage. Also, that's the the big thing. When they buffed him, I was just shocked. I'm like, this guy was amazing already. Like, now he's just straight money. 
Yep. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, I actually did think about that, but there's a lot of the problem is there's a lot of outcast stuff that I'm like very attracted to. So hundred percent. That's what I said. Hundred percent. If you can live without those two things, I I I just highly recommend go to buy you because it has I, better upgrades. I haven't even played Von Schill into any of the GG three stuff yet. So. Oh, okay. Ooh, because, that's gonna be nice. <laughs> yeah, it is. When I when I pull that back out, it's gonna be like, oh, this is so gross. I love it. <laughs> oh, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> all right, Dixon, but I think we're ready to roll up on out of here. Yeah, uh, yeah make sure you all are flipping cards, flipping tables, and we will see you all next time. Oh.